Blog Talk Radio. Make the 
whoa, 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 whoa. Don't do them like that, Jamie. It's Tuesday, guys, and this is On Edge Radio where we talk about some things that's going to leave you at the edge of your seat. We're talking relationships. Nah, scratch that. We're talking situationships, y'all. Um, we get ready to get it popping. Okay. I got my, 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 my ladies in the building, Miss Joy Joy, and I got Nick Cole. How y'all doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm refreshed. I'm glad you guys joined in to to uh, indulge in this festivity with me. Uh, we're definitely going to get sure. down to the nitty gritty today. Um, let's talk a little bit of current events and uh, how about Netflix? Um, how y'all feel about oh. this Beyonce Netflix drink? know too much about it honestly this is joy i really 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 i've heard some things here and there but i don't i don't really know too much about it actually when you know i, I kind of read up on it before we started the show so i kind of know a little bit but i don't know too much about it so well me going that's going that to the pot right in your face yeah on, this, nicole. uh nicole i um i watched it and um, it took me back to 95 when I was on the yard mm. at Grambling State University. Okay. And I felt hey. like I was, I was in homecoming and a concert at the same time. So it was, I liked it. I love the concept of it. Um, and I could just really appreciate that. When you've gone to a HBCU, there's nothing like it. And it was just, it felt good. It really felt good. So I like that. I know that um, some people were saying they had different expectations of it, like they thought it was going to be like a true, like, documentary. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it is what it is. She got y'all to watch, so that's all that's important. How long is that <laughs> You know, do you, do, you, do you see her 60, 70 years old still doing this? Like, how, when, when will Beyonce ever get played out? I think, honestly, I, I could see Beyonce paired up with Cher, like another Cher. Mm. I could see Beyonce doing it for a while. As long as Beyonce is capable and able to physically able to get up and do it, I think she's going to do it because I believe that's just in her. She was, right. she, I believe this is, she was naturally born to do this. So I, I honestly see Beyonce as a black Cher, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I can honestly say that I didn't, I didn't see this Beyonce in Destiny's Child. She was the leader, she was the showstopper, but her as a solo artist, she really took off. But um, I, yeah. I just always think uh, artist longevity because I know the only person that I know who did it and all the way to the end of his career, um, rest in peace to Michael Jackson. You know, he, he mm-hmm. did it from youth all the way up to his death date. You know what I mean? And still doing it, yeah. in the grave, still doing it. But you know, I mean, I wish right. her well. But um, we're going to take a little bit of a transition, and I want to introduce the topic for tonight. All right, this is what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about the honeymoon phases, like every aspect of the honeymoon phase. And I'm pretty sure each one of us on this radio show today has been in a honeymoon stage. Would you agree? I agree. Unfortunately. Totally agree. Okay. Totally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> So look, so look, it's, it's, it's a few questions that I draw up, and um, like on Edge Radio, we want to put these listeners to the edge of their seat. We're going to talk about those things that makes people uncomfortable a little bit. Let's just put it all on the table. I want to know how soon is too soon. Now let's get a little bit more specific. I want to talk about how soon is too soon to have sex, unprotected sex, 
um, how long you're going to be engaged in sexual activity before y'all make it official. Those are the questions I want to start with, and then I'm going to end it up with one more question for you. And um, But right now, we're going to go into a music break, and then hopefully, hopefully, we'll be talking with our guest, Jasmine Savoy Brown, um, a phenomenal actress, musician, songwriter. Hopefully, she's, she's on with us when we come back from this break. But right now, we're going to hit you off with a little, I don't know, what, what should I hit it with? A little bit of Khalid? Khalid, maybe? Yeah, let's play that Khalid. You know, uh, my, I, that. I saw that. that. I, What's that? Oh, I was about to say, I, I heard the song first on Ply's Instagram page. Oh. <laughs> so that's how it caught my ear. <laughs> but go ahead, let, let the listeners hear what I heard. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's, let's go. We're going to go to uh, Khalid Talk. Can we just talk? Can we just talk? Cause I got off the way 
Lord, I fight you, I fight myself I fight God to tell me how many burdens left I fight pain and hurricanes, today I wept I'm trying to fight back tears, flood on my doorstep Life in living hell, puddles of blood in the street Shooters on top of the building, government aid ain't relief Earthquake, the body drop, the ground breaks The poor run with smoke lungs and scarred face Who need a hero? Hero You need a hero, look in the mirror, there go your hero Who on the front lines at ground zero? Hero My heart don't skip a beat even when hard times bumps the needle Mass destruction and mass corruption, the souls are suffering men Clutching on deaf ears again, rapture's coming It's all prophecy and if I gotta be sacrificed for the greater good Then that's what it gotta be Somebody meets you on the street and y'all y'all vibing enough. 
if you can get it popping that day? Well, you know, I'm not that loose, but you know, maybe maybe next week. No. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, no, I not right. Like, like, Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I think it's 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 kind of levels, and I think it depends on where the person is in their life. Like, if you were to ask me this question, maybe about five, maybe ten years ago, possibly, mm. and if it was somebody I just met on the street, you know, we were out somewhere, and I met somebody for the first day, and if I was feeling him, he was feeling me, possibly. Just to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But so let's throw a little curve. Let's, let's throw a little curve ball. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's throw a little curve ball. What about unprotected? What about? Unprotected sex. That's 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 different. That's that's really different. I feel uh-huh. like you should always always protect yourself, especially nowadays. Uh-huh. There's a lot of things going on. Um, that we know about, don't know about yet. And so I think at all times, I don't care. Sometimes even if you've known the person forever, you still need to mm-hmm. protect yourself. You still need to That's protect right. yourself. So I'm, I'm, I'm 100% with the, the, the protection. Now, I know, if you know, marriage and, and some people say, well, we've been together five, ten years, and some people are okay with that. But for myself, like I said, it's, it's too much going on. It's too much going on, and there's a lot of stuff out there. So I'm gonna go with the the, the protection, <laughs> protecting mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But for, for, for how long would they would that stand? Off the bat. Because I, cause uh, I'm not gonna oh, how long? Like okay. Mhm. Go ahead. Yeah, because no, I look at it like this. You know, you vibing with a person, y'all connecting. You should say after the third encounter. Y'all decide to just spice it up a notch. Would that be comfortable after the third encounter? Or when when would it, when's a comfortable time? Mm. So spicing <laughs> it up a notch is taking taking out the the protection. Mhm. <laughs> but okay, so listen listen to this. So we gonna keep it mm-hmm. all the way funky, right? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to take off the protection, but if you're still giving head, then doesn't yeah. that kill the protection? Okay, yeah. so you might it not does. get it venereally, but you may get it orally. <laughs> so, Correct. Correct. So, to me, I mean, it's situational. It's, it's totally situational. I feel like from the back, mm-hmm. yes, we need to protect ourselves, especially when we're still getting to know each other and things like that. But as the relationship goes on and we're growing together and we've decided to, you know, it got spicy one night, it's totally situational. Because I believe some people are in relationships and they know the other person is cheating or with other people, and they're okay with it. So mm-hmm. if I was in a situation like that, knowing my partner, whoever I was, you know, uh, sexually active with, is in relationships with other people and having sex with other people, uh, and even if I've been with you for 10 years, I'm I'm going to protect myself. I'm sorry. We can get real spicy. We can, you know, and sometimes when you, and then when you bring up oral sex, for myself, sometimes oral sex is totally out the picture, depending mm-hmm. on the situation. So I believe it's it's totally situational. It's totally situational. And then on the flip mm-hmm. side, I know some people who, you know, unprotected sex is the way to go for them. 
They they have straight up told me and shared with me, I don't like condoms. I don't like using condoms. I don't like the way they feel. It doesn't make the, the sexual experience the same, so I'm not going to use them. You know, mm-hmm. to each his own. Okay, great, great. Um, look, look, we're going to we, – we, wait, wait, one second. We're going to take a little bit of pause. Our guest is in the building right now. Um, I want to introduce her. Um, you might have seen her on Stitchers, Netflix, Love, ABC, Grey's Anatomy, Fox, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Lane, Nineteen Seventy Four, and more. Um, she's a phenomenal actress. She's a musician. She's a writer. And I want to welcome to the stage and to the platform and on Edge Radio, Miss Jasmine Savoy Brown. Everybody, give it up for Miss Jasmine Savoy Brown. Yay! Hey. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Hey, Jasmine. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so, chilling. <laughs> okay. So, so, so now, now you're on, on Edge Radio right now, and where we get down to the nitty-gritty, we want to keep the listeners to the edge of their seat. So let me just start by saying, is there any limitations to what we ask you and what we talk about? Oh, no, I'm an open book. I'm I'm an open book. Go. That's what I'm talking about. Awesome. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All, All right, right so, let's so get it. The, so, so for the listeners, who may not know exactly who you are and what you're in. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started. Yeah, so I'm an actress, um, and as I said, singer, writer, multi-hyphenate, but mainly people know me for my acting, and I've been doing that. I've been doing theater since I was really little. Since I was like four or five, I knew I wanted to be an actress, and I moved to L.A. when I was 19, and since then I've been fortunate enough to be working quite a bit and right now I'm on a show on ABC called For the People. It's on at 10 p.m. It's a Shondaland show and it follows some lawyers in New York City living their life. Um, yeah, I mean, I could, I don't know, I could go all over the place, but that's kind of the overview of me. Ooh, that's phenomenal. Awesome. Uh, go on, Ms. Joy. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I have a question for you. I have a question yeah, for you, yeah, Miss yeah. Jasmine. This is Joy Joy. Nice to meet hey. you. Nice to talk to you. Honestly, I am nice just. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm. Thank you. I'm sitting over here just really like, oh my god, because I see you on television. So I'm just like, hey, oh. hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, seriously. So I always ask when I when I do interviews, who is the person that you work with? that you just love working with and you would love to work with that person again? If you could choose oh. in your perfect world, who would you, who would you so love many. working with and who would you love to work with? Okay. There are so many. Choose but, one. Um, if I could choose one right now, it would be Regina King. Okay. okay. I got to work with her on The Leftovers. She played my mom. Okay. And she's just like a lovely person and also an incredible actress. And I didn't get to work with her enough. Okay. Miss Keen, okay, that was a good one. That's actually a good one. Actually, Miss Regina Keen, I, I think she's one of those actresses. She's a phenomenal actress. Phenomenal, yes. phenomenal yes. actress. But doesn't get much, I guess, credit, I guess, if, if I'm yeah, saying the right thing. She's starting to now more, you know. She just yes. won um, yes. the Oscar for Beale Street, and she's been seen doing more. But she is one of those that's just, she's been around forever. Like, I grew up yeah. watching her, and she's only yes. just starting to really get the <laughs> representation and the admiration that she deserves. Yes, yes. Okay, well, good pick, Miss Regina King. Okay, good pick. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have one more question. I have one more question. I'm sorry, I have a lot, but I was going to, I'm, I'm not going to take good, it up good. so much time. 
no, no. I was reading over your bio, and you had mentioned that you speak on mental health a lot. Yeah. And all those one of the issues that you speak on. And so I was reading, um, I think back in August, um, Taraji actually started a foundation um, to actually work with individuals with mental health issues, and especially those oh. in the black community. Um, and she actually started a foundation that she named after her father and everything like that. And I was totally amazed because mental health is, is something that um, I'm really passionate about as well because it's serious. And I'm so happy that a lot of people yeah. are speaking out yeah. more about it. What do you think? If you've heard anything about it, what do you think about her foundation and um, just taking that step forward to to help just be another um, venue, another outlet for individuals who suffer with mental illness? Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't actually know about that. I don't know how I missed that, but I did. So, thank you for telling me about that. That's awesome. I think it is so important that we talk about these issues, and I think that that's part of um, the responsibility of being someone in the public eye. Not everyone sees it that way, but I see it as a responsibility. I have this platform now. For some reason, certain people listen to my opinion, and so it's important that I share about my experiences and that I'm open to make others feel comfortable to be the same. And I think it's amazing that Taraji did that, that she is using her connections and her fame and her financials to aid other people. And as you said, specifically being someone in the black community. And then for me, I'm also in the queer community, like a a few different places, being a black person, being a woman, being queer, those are all labels that get shamed for anything, you know, like if a guy, if a man is, a white man is feeling depressed, that might be taken a little bit more seriously than people in these communities that already have to work 10 times as hard as everyone else to succeed. So I think it's specifically important that people in those different categories speak out and make other people feel safe and welcome to do the same thing. We got to, Lead by example. Yeah, good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, Jasmine, this is Nick. Um, My question is, um, hey. Um, So (laughs) I was reading over in your bio, and I noticed that, you know, you've played a lot of roles. Which role out of all of them has been your favorite? Man, I really... My favorite has been um, Evie, who I played in The Leftovers, for a multitude of reasons. For one, it was just a really fun character. It was kind of like playing, I don't remember, five different characters because Evie went through so much. At first, I just got to play this fun, crazy teenager, and then she was a cult leader, and then she was in an alternate universe and was someone else in a different country. Like, I just got to explore a lot as an actor, but also that was my first big job and it was the first time I'd ever flown first class and it flew me to Australia and flew me to Texas. And that's also where I met my now partner was on that job. So it just gave me, it it gave me so much more than just a paycheck and just another character to play. That show really gave a lot to my life. Okay. So would you say that that character is the, the one that you can, um, you can really associate with that, I mean, uh, identify with. Yeah, I definitely can. Um, even though, how old was I when I played that? Uh, Evie was a teenager, and I was already in my 
20s when I took that role, but I still uh, very much identified with her darkness and her struggles in her life and just that feeling of being the outsider and being different and I really related to that. So yeah, it was really easy for me to identify with her. Okay. Okay. Good, good, good. That's amazing. That's amazing. And this is your host, Elio. Um, I have a question for you. And I also read in your mm-hmm. bio that you're into music and writing. Um, how are you creating yeah. that balance in between acting and music? It's really hard. That's part of the reason almost no one has known until recently that I am a singer because when I, growing up, I was constantly doing both. I was in choirs and musicals, writing music, playing music with my friends, going to school, all of that. And then I moved to L.A., and I was blessed to find success right away in acting, and it quickly took up all of my time. And so I've only just in the last couple years started to try to make time again for music and start to pursue that, but I have not found the right balance yet. It's like when as soon as I get an acting job, that's then takes up all of my time for three months straight. And then I'm like, oh, shoot, I've lost three months of time. So I haven't quite figured it out, how to balance it. I'm kind of figuring that out right now. So so would you say that? Would you say that's your heart, music? Yeah, for sure, 100%. Because I miss it. I'm coming from, like, a perspective where um, um, I have multi-ventures going on right now. And I know my wife would be like, I'm crazy. I need to focus on one thing. And it was like, you know, once you got to L.A., you found uh, a threshold to get to success, so you, you followed that. But what advice would you have for a person to to kind of make time for your love and for your passion? Because music is my love and my passion as well. But, you know, mm-hmm. between radio, between, you know, working, being a father, being a husband, it's hard to find that time to, you know, sink into yeah. your passion. So what what advice would you totally. give to a person that's... I would say schedule it. That's something that I've started having to do recently. You know, um, yeah, you guys are called on the edge. You talk about edgy things. You know, sometimes you have to schedule sex. Like, you love it, but you just don't have time. I think that's the same, you know, with music and with anything passionate. Like, life gets crazy. Life gets busy. And so you even have to trick yourself sometimes and schedule these important things. Or even tell yourself you're going to do something else and you're tricking yourself and you're actually doing that. Whatever it takes. So it's in your schedule, so you make it a mm-hmm. priority. Otherwise, it might not happen. Absolutely. Now, since you, you kind of opened up the doorway and um, broke that fourth wall and you mentioned scheduling and sex, um, one of the topics today was the honeymoon phase. And um, I'm pretty sure you've mm-hmm. been in the honeymoon phase. If, if, yeah. if I'm wrong, please correct me. Um, so for you, how soon is too soon to engage in sexual activities with a partner? Mm. You know, like for me personally, or what do I think it should be for everyone? Personally. This is personal. Personal, it's just case by case. Like it just depends on the connection with the person. Do I feel like this is just going to be a sexual thing or is this going to be long term? Are we both only focused on each other or are there other people in the mix? It's it's just genuinely case by case. And I, in my experience, actually have never waited that long. <laughs> so that's honest. That's, it's worked that's out so just honest. fine for me. Yes, thank you for your honesty. <laughs> that's a grown-up answer. <laughs> that is a very grown-up answer. Thank you for that. 
<laughs> That's the truth. You, you know what? You know what? Some some people are uh, afraid of the truth, and um, being so organic and transparent, sometimes you get what you want in life. You can actually smile afterwards and not second guess yourself. Um, yeah, I kind of went totally. into more depth with the question and um, said, um, "How long um, do you engage with a person before you make it official?" Mm. Like before saying we're only seeing each other. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Again, I think that's just case by case. You know, I I know there are situations where you meet someone. It's like this is the person for me. Oh my gosh, I let's start dating today, and that's fine. With my relationship, I'm I'm in a relationship. My girlfriend and I have been together three and a half years. We it was uh two months. But it was, you know, because we met when I was filming The Leftovers in Austin and met and, like, immediately had chemistry and started going on dates and hooking up and being, having sleepovers, you know, whatever, for pretty quickly. And I was only in town for three weeks or so before I left. And then I left town and we were long distance, but we were Skyping, like, every day and FaceTiming and texting constantly. And then we were like, you know what, wow. Let's let's meet in another city, let's have this romantic weekend, hang out, really spend the weekend, really get to know each other. And then before the weekend was over, we're like, this is official. And we just, because that was what felt right to us in that time, you know? So and that's, that's I don't wonderful. have that's a, wonderful. I don't have a rule. That's, I guess my rule is like no rules. Just be honest with yourself and tell yourself the truth and just see what happens with each individual that you meet. Right, right. Um, so I like that. I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to. No. Uh, I'm not going to uh, expose your whole entire life. So, so to, to switch back gears, um, could you tell us like what 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 new things that you have going on? Uh, some things that we may not know. Some new projects. A uh, new album. Yeah, like yeah. So, um, man, it's so frustrating because all these things are so secret. I have so much stuff that. I, hasn't been announced yet, but is just about to be announced. But I think I can be vague. I'm doing a play this June, so watch my social media for that. I haven't done theater in a while, and I'm really excited to get back on stage. So I am doing a drama, a new play this summer. Um, and then I also have a video game coming out this summer, but I can't name that wow. either. <laughs> so many things that are big. That's yeah, but it's really fun because it's, it's motion capture and performance capture. So you put on this whole body suit, and it's like they're capturing your body movement. It's it's really cool. Mm. It's very physical, but it's really fun. Um, yeah, those are those are the two main things. Just watch my social media to see what exactly they are and when they're announced. But those two things are happening this summer, and I'm excited for both. Now, speaking about social media, and now if you know, the listeners want to find a way to connect with you and chat with you and just 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 follow your journey. Um, where where could they find you? Yeah, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Jasmine, spelled J-A-S-M-I-N, and then Savoy, like the theater or the um, musical group, Jasmine Savoy, on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm on Facebook, too. That's my full name, Jasmine Savoy Brown, but I don't really interact on there. I'll interact with people on Twitter, but not really on Facebook. 
Uh, I get you. I get you. Now, for for my other co-host, do do we have any more questions for Miss Jasmine before I introduce her and, and bring her into the D Hour Network family? I do. I do. I'm. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is Joy. This is Joy. Joy. I mm-hmm. do have a question. I'm gonna ask the same question from the lines of music. So I know you said music is your passion. So if you could choose anybody to work with or make an album with or do a concert with, who would you choose and why? Oh, man. Let me pick two people. (laughs) Okay. I am mixed, and I have my white side and I have my black side. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So on one sense, I would pick Janelle Monae because I think she is the queen. And she's amazing, and I love her. She's just her lyrics are so smart and so queer and black and female and strong mm-hmm. and empowering. And I just love everything she's about. And then on my other half, I would pick Sarah Bareilles. I love Sarah Bareilles and I'm a nerd for musical theater. And she's been one of my favorite singers all my life. She's like jazzy, and but also classic pop. And just, there's just something about her voice that just like, speaks to my soul and I just mm-hmm, get I it and either one of them yeah. awesome okay okay yeah. okay wow. good pick good pick I have to lift <laughs> her up absolutely uh, do, you, do you have like a SoundCloud or are you on iTunes Is no it, I'm can we find your music yet. anywhere I'm just not really <laughs> right now I'm just very much like leaning back into that and writing on my own and exploring things with mm-hmm, friends. Mm-hmm. I hope to put stuff out by the end of this year, early next year. That is okay. phenomenal. And, and and then this is what we're going to do on, on a D-Hour Network and On Edge Radio. Whenever you decide to surface, we want to showcase your music and showcase your talent on our oh, website, yeah. Thank on radio. You. We def- definitely want to give you spins. And um, when you come on here as a guest, we want to say that we, you leave as a family member. And when I say the circle of people that, that we have are just so loving and caring, so we'll be connecting with you. And I really appreciate your time and you coming on and talking to us. And, and on top of it, being transparent. It's not a lot of guests that come on here and expose themselves the way that you did. And I do appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Of thank you, guys. You yeah, guys have thank such you. great oh, I love it. Oh, thanks a lot. Thank thanks you. A lot. And it was nice talking to you. Yeah, it was nice talking to you guys. Thank you. All righty. Have a good So there you go, guys. This is On Edge Radio, the type of radio that's going to keep you on the edge of your seat. We had Miss Jasmine Savoy Brown on here being as transparent as she wanted to be. We got in the nitty-gritty. Um, she held back nothing. So, I mean, it, it was it was phenomenal, guys, and hopefully you got a chance to, you know, to enjoy all of that. Um but I do want to get into one more song before we get back and talk about this topic because there's one more part to it. So if you had the time, stick around because we're about to get it popping. All right, y'all. On Edge Radio. Let's go. Stay with me. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back at it, y'all. Um, we want to get back into the topic, and, and once again, this is On Edge Radio, the type of radio that's going to keep you on the edge of your seats. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, and if you want to chime in on the topic, that call-in number is 646-668-2574. Again, it's 646-668-2574. And I want to close out with just talking a little bit briefly about the conclusion of this whole topic of the honeymoon phase. Um, and one question that sparked interest to me was um, basically, how can we put this? Um, uh, help me out. Let's see. Just say it. I know it was. <laughs> it's basically how much. Okay, you know how when you're in the honeymoon phases, you're spending so much time with one another. Um, I just want to know how much time. It's too much time together. You know how you might just get, all right, when you're around me, but, like, you're too clingy, you might be too much, or you just might be in heaven. Like, so how how, how much time is, is, is too much time together spending with a person? So what is the person that's going to on your nerves? That's right. kind of like that? That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly. when it's too much. That's when it's too much. Yeah. Yeah, I I honestly I, I honestly believe that um, when you're in a relationship, you should each individual person should have their own life. Period. I think mm-hmm, you should, each mm-hmm. person should have something to do, whether it's working, whatever you're doing. And then we come back together, and we you know we do our thing together. But I have seen relationships, and have been in a relationship where we spend every moment with each other, and then and after a while. It becomes very toxic, very very toxic. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's not it's not necessarily that you're you're getting on my nerves, well you are, but it's almost like you know I have a life. There's some things I want to do, and I'm sure there's things that you want to do, and the things that I may want to do, you may not be interested in, and that's cool. So, but when you're around a person all the time, it's like you don't you don't have that that room to breathe. You don't have that room mm. to just be like, ooh. You know, so I I don't I don't honestly I honestly believe in relationships. I feel like you should you should always be productive, whether it's together or mm-hmm. apart. Be productive. Have something to do. I'm about to go out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you got something to do, or you know I don't I'm being together all the time, twenty four seven. I don't think that's healthy. Right. Mm. Yeah. That's a good point. Because that's a good then point. it becomes like a it becomes like a codependency. Like I can't stand alone without you, and um, you you never want to really lose yourself in your relationship. Right, 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 right. Exactly, exactly. And it can and be, and it can point. become that. It can become that way. You can really get so involved, and 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 the and the unfortunate thing about that is it can be one sided. Unfortunately, yeah, so you, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes it definitely. can be the male's world, and we're stepping into the male's world, and so I've totally forgot about myself, or it can be vice versa. So, uh-huh. honest, but some people like doing it. I mean, some people, and some people are good at it, you know, they working together, living together, doing everything together, and it works for them. But Absolutely. honestly, I, I, I just feel like it's you. Not- Again, situational, and you just kind of weigh it out. Because I've, I've seen couples, and, you know, I, I worked security at a, a nursing home some years back, and I've seen this couple holding hands every second of the day. Basically, they never left each other's side. And um, 
it, I know it's possible, but I, I guess for me, um, I would agree with, with you ladies in, in saying that you have to establish time apart so that the time together yeah. will be blissful. Uh, yeah. So there you have it. Um, on Edge Radio, guys, that type of radio that's going to keep you on the edge of your seat. Um, we had a phenomenal interview. We had um, some phenomenal questions, and uh, I'm, I'm really happy with how the show went today. And um, hopefully the viewers will tune in again next week, um, same time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is the Hour Network. Um, any closing statement, ladies? Um, it's been a, it's been a go ahead, Missy. It's been a blast hanging out with you guys tonight. I hope you guys have a very productive and blessed week. And that's it. Yes, I'm going to say the same. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me on. I had I had an awesome time. Discussion was great. Interview was great. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You did a good job, an awesome job. You sure did. Absolutely, and I appreciate that. Um, and it's your boy, Elio. I live every day optimistically, and I want to, you know, turn it up a little bit. I had you guys in, in, in the sex bag all day. So let's turn it up a little bit, a little bit of Andre 3000. Hey, y'all, uh, and we're going to close it out. This is On Edge Radio. Let's go. One, two, three, uh. Make